Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 111 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have my favorite thruple. I have Carter and Elizabeth from Booze Free Bitches. You may follow them on Instagram. You may fall in love with their posts and their captions, and they are here. We talk about being sober AF to sober curious and everything in between. We talk about the spectrum that is sobriety and booze free. What does that look like? What does that mean? Carter and Elizabeth share their experience and how to navigate their sobriety and what struggles they face. This episode is absolutely fantastic and I can't wait for you to listen to it. So let's go. In this episode, we talk about a very common theme and that is the foundation and the building blocks on what you build your sobriety, booze-free journey, whatever you want to call it. It starts with a solid foundation. The 30 days to gain booze-free challenge helps you do just that. The first 30 days are all about giving yourself some space away from your habits. Through the 30 days to gain booze-free challenge, you will have two daily worksheets. You will get emails delivered right to your inbox full of education, information, motivation, and inspiration to keep you going for a successful 30 days. Now that is the perfect amount of time to allow yourself, again, that space between you and the booze. Find out what you have to gain by going booze-free for 30 days. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com and sign up now. I am so excited for these booze-free bitches. We have Carter and Elizabeth. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we have a threesome up in the house. Ew, a new thruple <laughs> is forming. Oh, a thruple. I love that. And we're all blonde. Amazing. Yes, a blondeage, <laughs> if you will. A blondeage. I love that. Ooh, Elizabeth <laughs> is just like knocking off the. Uh, you know, they're killing it. Labels. 
the labels and actually the labels let's talk about the labels seeing as we were just talking about this conversation um you guys are bruise free bitches on instagram and you kind of claim yourself to to be uh, on a spectrum right you guys kind of deliver content and you're on the spectrum of being sober af to sober curious so I want to know what that means and what that looks like for each of you. If Carter, you want to start us off. Sure. So, I mean, basically, I guess I'll kind of start with how we started the Instagram and how, Mm -hmm. which was not that long ago. It's, we started it in July and it was basically like, we have been friends and we kind of realized like, oh, wow. Like a lot of these problems that we're bitching about all the time, we are tracing back to alcohol and Mm. we were like would our lives be better if maybe there was a little bit less alcohol in our lives and so that kind of led us to well we don't know if we want to be sober we don't know if we want to be sober curious we know that we are sober curious but like we do know that like our our lives are happier and lighter and better the less alcohol that's in them Mm -hmm. and so when we started the instagram we were like we don't really know if we are, if we totally identify with like recovery and sobriety, but we also want to leave this toxic partying life behind. What if we just started a page that was sort of to speak to people, mainly women, but not all, not totally just women, Mm -hmm. our age who want to experiment with what life would look like sober, sober curious, basically just less alcohol. And uh, it's like a developing thing because, again, we literally started it this summer. Like we've been experimenting with I didn't drink for three months and then I had one drink and kind of just like it's been this like basically developing thing. Mm -hmm. What's happening in our real lives is what's happening on Instagram. So we're just kind of trying to figure out as we go. But we want to be able to speak to everybody on the spectrum because we are everybody on the spectrum. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I would say, Carter, you're a little bit more on the sober AF side and I'm more of the sober curious, but basically for me, so we both live in New York and when I first moved up there, it was just like a lot of heavy partying. Like it was literally drinking every single night of the week. And then I finally was like, okay, this is a little bit much and then toned it back just to the weekends. And then still, I mean, I would wake up and like have one sip of coffee and be so anxious from like, what happened the night before? Like, what did I say? And like, I probably did nothing. Like I probably was very fine and normal, but at the same time, it was just eating me alive. Like the hours throughout the day of like, what did I do the night before? And I would text Carter. And then I realized that she was kind of feeling like the same way. And I was like, okay, well maybe like we should honestly like cut back and see like how we feel. And I mean, quarantine has really helped as well. Just like, cause I came down to Florida and then now I'm actually in Georgia but just not being in the city and just like having this time to myself and really just like reevaluate like the kind of lifestyle that I want to live and like being booze free, like has just helped me so much with my anxiety specifically. And like, especially like my anxiety was like affecting my work day and just like talking to like coworkers and stuff like that. And then without it, like, I just feel like my mind is so much clearer and I'm not like constantly anxious or on edge. And so I know Carter, like you've kind of like felt the same way when it comes to anxiety, like the anxiety, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
from sober curious to the gray area to totally alcohol free. Like, again, we're figuring this out as we go. But since we can relate to kind of all of those, and like Liz said, I'm like probably more on the sober end and she's more on the sober curious, but giving ourselves like the grace and space to kind of let that evolve uh, not only when in our own lives, but like on the Instagram. And yeah. we've been finding that whenever we post, no matter what part of the spectrum we post about, there's someone who reaches out and is like, this is exactly what I'm feeling right now. Mm. And so that has like helped us has kind of fueled the fire too, with like, maybe it would be good to speak on every end of the spectrum because there's somebody out there who's experiencing that something similar to us right now. And so we've just kind of been having fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it seems like there is either like either recovery, like your hardcore, like recovery and like, you know, like kind of a, like those kind of folks. Like I find like everyone has maybe their little like identity or label or bubble to kind of like fall under. And like, what do you do when, when you're just, when you're just trying to figure out, you know, exactly. like trying to figure out where you are and, and learning about yourself. Like, where do you go? How do you find those people? So it's yeah. really cool that you guys have created right. a space for people to come to and obviously, you know, relate to you. And that's kind of something that's honestly developed like completely naturally with the Instagram because mm-hmm. like, I actually started this whole thing. I watched, uh, I did Annie Grace's 30 day alcohol experiment. Yeah. Changed my life, literally changed (laughs) my life. I was like, it was so eye opening. So anyway, when I went into it, I was like, I'm going to quit forever. Like, that's going to be it. I'm going to just, I'm going to quit forever. And I, I mean, this has been on my mind. Like alcohol has been having, I would say a negative effect on my life for a long time. And Mm. I've been thinking about it, talking about it. Um, so it's definitely been in the works. I didn't just wake up one morning and, Mm -hmm. um, but with the Instagram, like it's kind of been like, I've been able to talk to so many people, like, obviously there are tons of people that are totally sober and in recovery. And like, I learned so much from those people. And then there's Mm -hmm. people on the other end of the spectrum. And like I said, I've had a ton of people reach out when I posted, even contemplating like moderation maybe Mm -hmm. not maybe yes maybe no maybe that'll maybe I'll try it and it'll blow up in my face um and then I'll go back to totally sober like basically posting about you know it doesn't have to be so black and white and that's certainly not everyone's experience either and so definitely wanting to um you know honor everyone's journey what no matter what that is and be honest about you know maybe I'll post next week that being totally sober is what feels right and is making me feel my best. And most days that's true. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say that the days that I don't drink are the days that I feel the best. Yeah. Um, and I have, you know, at this point drink once in four months and I feel the best I ever have, yeah. you know, but just kind of like this has, it's developed so naturally and hearing from everyone that, the bottom line is that your life is going to be better and less chaotic, less anxiety, the l- less alcohol there is in it. That's one thing that we've definitely learned. So yeah, but I tested, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. So, yeah. and I was talking to someone today that 
about this same thing. I was like, and she was posting about maybe I'll try out moderation. And obviously, you know, I've tried to moderate before and it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. It there's that certainly doesn't work for some people. And, you know, I don't know, it's just kind of like giving yourself the grace to figure out something that does work best for you. And if that is moderating, then great. And if it's not moderating, if it's going totally alcohol free, um, we've just really enjoyed hearing everyone's stories mm-hmm. on every leg of the spectrum. So, you know, it's just sort of been a, an ongoing developing thing. Yeah, it is nice and comforting to know that everyone does have a different journey. So like, mm-hmm. you're not set on this one path. And we're all just navigating it together. And so that's why we kind of like to live by less drinking, more living, so mm-hmm. that you're just focusing more on like your wellness and your well being rather than on like the side effects of drinking and everything. Yeah, like focusing on the things that are good and making you mm-hmm. feel good as opposed to like, okay, what is not making you feel good? It's like the secret, exactly. right? Like focusing on the positive. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, we talk about manifesting all, <laughs> all day. We're here right now. Man- we, man- we manifested this right yeah. here. Oh my God. See, it <laughs> works, people. We're it's all we're aligned. The universe is aligned. Definitely. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely like love your Instagram. And I love how bright and just like eye catching it is. And then, yeah, to, to read you know, your captions and where you're at, I think is really, it's really unique. And it's, re- it's not just like something bright and, and pop, like bubbly to look at, which is like also nice, but also nice, yes. between, you know, there's people behind your account is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I think our yeah. captions are really vulnerable. And mm-hmm. Carter speaks to that a lot. Like, I mean, I feel yeah. like moved when I see them too. I don't know if you want to talk more about like how you create them and the ideas behind it. Um, yeah. And on the, I'm really where I feel like I, I haven't like told many people in my real life about the Instagram. And mm-hmm. I feel like at some point I'm going to be ready to do that. But this early in the game, I wanted the Instagram to be a place where I could be totally honest about where I was at. And I I feel like I mainly open up in the stories too. Like I really talk about like my experience, not drinking at a wedding, not drinking, having friends come and visit. Um, Sometimes the way that not drinking makes me feel lonely, you know, the ups and downs of it as I'm going through it. And I feel like this Instagram almost has just become like a little diary for me. And especially it's been so helpful to talk about the things that I'm going through. And like, I like touched on a minute ago, like, there's never, almost never something that we post that someone doesn't DM me or comment and say like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And this is exactly mm-hmm. what I'm going through too. And again, I, it's like been amazing. It is. And what I was talking to Elizabeth about earlier is like, you know, sometimes I post about totally not drinking at all. And I have mm-hmm. 10 people DM me about that. And then I post about, uh, you know, I'm struggling. Maybe I want to toy with moderation. Then I have 10 people DM me about that, but it's 10 different people. You know, it really has been like anything that you're nervous to post about or scared to post about. There's always someone that responds and is like, this is exactly how I'm feeling too. And so it's been fun to give on the Instagram, but it's also been fun to receive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you just know that you're like not alone with whatever you're posting. 
Yeah. And like, I think it speaks to how much, I mean, like with your account too, like there's so many alcohol, like can have so many negative effects that there are so many people and women too, like going through exactly what we're going through and waking up and realizing like, Hmm, maybe alcohol is making me feel like shit. And maybe I would feel a little bit better with a little bit less of it Yes, in my life. So it's been really fun. We've like love and we've like learned so much. It's just been like the coolest thing. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm. These gluten-free vegan non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally. And most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Yeah, I mean, just even learning about like all the like side effects of it and like Carter was just talking about like how basically when alcohol is like in your system like if you even have like a glass of wine like it can take up to three days to get it like fully out of your system so then when like we think about like how we used to drink and it's like okay so maybe you had a drink on Saturday night and it's totally gone by Tuesday but then you go out to dinner and you just have like another glass of wine or something and then you're starting that cycle over and over again so it's never like fully like your body's never fully rid of it. Mm-hmm. You can feel like that good. And I was saying like, we love having like our productive Saturday mornings now or Sunday morning. Literally, there's nothing better than just waking up totally refreshed, grabbing coffee, like going for a walk, doing a workout class, reading. I feel like we read so much now. Yeah. So many activities oh, there's now. a lot of hours in the day when you aren't drunk and hungover. <laughs> so many. Imagine we always that. joke. <laughs> we always say like, there's so much room for activities because <laughs> so much. <laughs> Like, fun like yeah, no, I never, like, I never like, thought that I would be waking up at like 7.30 on a Saturday, like on my own and like willingly doing that. And now oh, it's like my wow. favorite thing to do. It's great. Oh God, that's I'll impressive. Like yeah, I don't do that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not my journey. <laughs> but we'll respect but, it, whatever yours is. I uh, know, but it, it really is crazy. Like the hours that you get back. I mean, mm. and the what Liz was saying too about like how much we've learned just about like what it does to your body and like brain fog and just like having a Saturday and a Sunday or even like going out to dinner and like I can come home and get something done because I'm not wasted stumbling into bed on a Wednesday night like there's just so much room for activities that there was exactly (laughs) exactly okay so I have to ask so like all I hear is really fantastic, positive, you know, results from not drinking. Mm-hmm. So what is the, what is like the holdback or what is like the, the kind of like speed bump that is kind of prohibiting you from not drinking maybe yeah. like forever or like long extended periods of time? Like what I think do you- for me... And I'm glad we're talking about this um, because I'm like literally going through it in real time. So I would love to have Mm -hmm. some insight. Um, 
I think so for me, I don't know if it was the pink cloud or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's almost like I was like, I feel so great. I feel so amazing. I'm able to do so many more things, Mm -hmm. but I also like in a way, and I don't know if this is me just struggling to bring my social life. I'm struggling feeling like ostracized from my old life. And I don't know if that's like a normal, it probably is like a, you know, cause one day I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to do this forever. I'm never going to drink again. And then I wake, I wake up another day and I feel like left out or like I've just totally left this whole other life behind. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know if that's the anxiety from that or just like being scared to start this whole new life, mm-hmm. which is great in so many ways, but also is not my old life. Yeah. And that can be like such a scary thing. And I think that's kind of like what I'm struggling with now is like taking that full plunge into the next life. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. It's scary. Change is yeah. so scary. Even it though, is. you know, we just talked about all the benefits and all like, it's still terrifying. Yeah, I feel well, like, and I don't know if maybe like part of it is almost a comfort thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. would I, it does it just feel less scary to say, maybe not forever, like maybe I'll dabble yeah. again, you yeah. know, and it's almost like just makes me feel more comfortable to say like, oh, well, not forever. That's too long. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. And that's why I'm kind of like, it it really is like, I'm figuring because like, do I have any intention or plan to drink anytime soon? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So am I just saying, am I just leaving the door open? So I feel less scared? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that so that like, it wouldn't feel like such I don't want to say like failure, but like if you were to like start drinking again or something, you know, like that you've like kind of painted yourself in this corner. And then if Uh you change your mind, just because that's what you decided to do, then are you going to feel like you let yourself down or are there going to be like, you know, kind of negative emotions tied to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think it almost, it's definitely that has something to do with it in the sense that like, if I'm, if I set this rule or this goal for myself, you know, if I ever slip up from it, then I failed at it. Whereas Mm -hmm. if I don't ever set that high bar of myself to never drink again, I can never fail at it. 
And not that that's like right, right. or wrong. That's just, this is what's going on up here. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Exactly. I, to- I totally get that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause no one wants to fail. Like feeling does not feel good. Yeah. And like, it is really scary. you know, when I'm like totally sober, obviously it's when I feel my best and I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a reason that sobriety is hard and it's, and it's yeah. amazing and it's so great in so many ways. But, and again, I, sometimes I feel a little bit scared that I'm like letting this all out in the open on my, on the Instagram, but I really am going through this in real time. And again, like when mm-hmm. I post about, I'm having the best day ever, and this is just going swimmingly, I have a million people that can relate. And then yeah. when I'm like, wait, what did I do? Why am I doing this? (laughs) And I have a million people that can, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? I think that's why it's kind of nice that like Instagram has the polls too. So you can put like, hey, like how is everyone feeling today? And you'll totally get like sometimes 50-50, sometimes 75-25, you know? So it's just nice to see that like whatever you are feeling, you're not alone in it whatsoever. Definitely. I had an idea. Um, Instead of like, what if we just like took away like failure? Yeah. I you mean, know, can we what if, everything in life? Yeah. I mean, yes, we <laughs> actually definitely can. <laughs> what if we just like replace failure with like learning? Right. And yeah. that's like, I, I feel like that's kind of what we're like, we do need to structure it in a way in our heads. Like we really are just figuring it out day by day and learning from each experience. And it's not a failure if you, you know, don't do exactly what you set out to do, but it is a failure if you don't try or you don't, I don't know. know, Yeah. Everything just becomes like a learning experience instead. Yeah. That outlook for sure. Like literally there's no, like anything you do, you can't fail at. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because you'll, you'll, it's just a learning lesson, like Mm -hmm. relationships, goals, plans like yeah anything that you know you could say like put fail in (laughs) you can replace you can also replace that with like a lesson or learning yeah I mean that's like one of the things I try to give myself so much grace with is like to look at my even just my frame of mind now and Mm -hmm. the way that I drink now which is basically not at all Mm -hmm. and me four months ago like, especially during the beginning of quarantine, like what I've learned about alcohol, like I was drinking rosé, like five glasses almost every single night, you know, just like when I went out to dinner, when I didn't go out to dinner, like when I went out with my friends, when I didn't go out with my friends, it's you know, so crazy. And like, like we just went to a wedding together and Carter was saying that, like, she was like basically explaining, like, from when she touched down like at the airport then like to literally that Sunday when we leave like the amount of drinking that would go on and I was kind of like no way like you wouldn't actually like drink that much like no I'm not lying like would have been (laughs) at the airport yeah no seriously brunch all of that but that's been another thing talking about the spectrum is like you know there are people that more so relate to Elizabeth's experience with drinking and then my end of the spectrum, which was way heavier than Elizabeth ever was. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I think your anxiety and all that related to drinking was more so like going out with friends. Whereas mine was like more of a pretty like 
maybe not every day, but daily drinking and like the things that came from that. But, you know, that there really are people on all ends of the spectrums and all experiences. And since there's even that many different experiences between the two of us, there certainly are between people who follow our page. Yeah. And so I think that's sort of our, you know, it's a thing. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I think. Uh, (laughs) So I also wanted to, like, you guys are, are younger. You guys are in your, in your twenties. Ish, you're like you're later, latter. No, no, let's not say later. Let's just say I can finally in okay. the late twenties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl, you're like the older end of twenty five. You guys are almost ten years younger than me. So let's. <laughs> like I said, I still that. don't believe that. That's cool. <laughs> but we all look the same age. So yeah, yeah sure. It's the ball. <laughs> um, you guys are too kind. Thank you. <laughs> But I want to know how, like, the struggles you guys face in sobriety, because I feel like once you turn 30, like, 30 is kind of like a turning point for a lot of, a lot of girls, a lot of women. Mm -hmm. And I want to know kind of like what, what your struggles are and and where you're kind of, maybe how your sobriety or your, how you're approaching sobriety differently. Yeah, I think it is interesting because not a lot of people our age are just straight up sober or even sober curious, I'm finding out. Yeah. But like even mm-hmm. within our friend group, um, some of them, like a lot of our friends are married and you would think that like they would have slowed down like as they're like growing <laughs> in life, but not exactly the case. Not so much. <laughs> Amp it up. Yeah, it is kind of like oh. hard in that sense because I feel like especially with my friends in the city, like they're not just like casual drinkers like it's full-on like Mm. really drinking and that's kind of where I had my problems was that I don't I I never felt like into that category but I found myself within that category because of the people that I was surrounding myself with Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day I think it is just finding people that are more like you and that will want to do the same activities and that's why it was so great having quarter in the city because it's like she was my go-to girl that was like sober and we can just do normal activities like going to the farmer's market and stuff and I would still like it's about finding friends that I guess just are like you and like kind of have the same values but it is a lot harder for people in our 20s because they're kind of like trying to get the most out of their 20s and then I think that's why you say like 30 is a turning point because Mm -hmm. that is kind of like when you're starting to mature more in life totally yeah how did you guys find like who was brave enough to be vulnerable and actually like talk about alcohol first? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. 
Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. I think harder for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, how, how did that come to be? Well, it came to me because I, it was a bigger problem for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was definitely like struggling with it way more than I would say Elizabeth was. And like I said, even like in quarantine, really, like, honestly, it was such a blessing in disguise because I think it really accentuated like an issue that really I had been just saying we'll deal with that later for mm. 10 years. I mean, I've been talking about this for, I mean, I, it sort of started in college. I would say it started in college. I started mm. drinking in high school, but then it started in college and then college through law school. I'm 27 now. I just moved to New York and I think moving to New York was also a turning point for me because, you know, each new part of my life, I was like, I'm going to get control of the alcohol thing. Mm-hmm. Blacking out was a big has been a big kind of part of my my journey you can't see carter (laughs) but she's literally like five one and she's like 90 pounds so alcohol definitely affects her a lot differently than most people yeah and but for whatever reason like that was my reality and it has been eating me alive for like 10 years it has really truly been like put me and the only thing in my life that has put me in a totally dark place over and over and over again and i think moving to New York really like opened my eyes because I was like, it's going to be different now. It's going to be different. I'm going to get a hold of, I'm going to get a hold of it and it's going to be different. This is going to be my new life. Yeah. And I'm an adult. I couldn't. Mm. Yeah. I'm an Mm. adult now. (laughs) I I think I moved there and I was like, never going to black out again. Never. (laughs) Not once. Mm. And that's just not the reality because Mm. it, you know, it's very hard. You can't really control it. That's the nature of the beast. And the more and more that I realized that, and then I think quarantine just pushed everything to it. Everything that I knew would eventually come to a head. Quarantine really made worse and worse and worse, Mm -hmm. but it forced me to wake up one morning. I went 30 days. I got so much information, information I had never heard Mm -hmm. about alcohol. Like, And that kind of was the catalyst for like, you moved each new, you know, you go to college, you go to law school, you move to New York. Every time that you say that this is going to be different, it's not. So Mm. what if you just, what if you tried something that you've never tried before? What if you just stopped drinking altogether? (laughs) Yeah. And lo and behold, that does seem to be the only thing (laughs) (laughs) that has done the trick. And I mean, you know, I say that I'm still thinking about maybe moderating the future, maybe not. I don't really know. Because the truth is, and even talking about it right now is making me be like, are you, are you, you've done this before? And like, the happiest, lightest, freest I have ever felt Mm -hmm. has been the last four months, like, and so, you know, it's like, I say that, but is that a crutch? I don't know. But all I do know is that like, 
this problem that I've had for so long, it's fixed. <laughs> All I had to do was stop drinking. <laughs> okay. okay. So, it's like definitely you know, more I'm, manageable. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how uh, not drinking will fix all the problems that drinking caused. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, there's that. Mm-hmm. There's that. It'll do Honestly, that, so. it makes me yeah. kind of wonder what like life after this whole like quarantine and pandemic will be like, because it has made it easier to not drink and not focus on that even when you're at home and when you're just kind of like doing the whole self care thing. But like, once this is over, I don't know, like, what's really going to happen, because then also, are people going to keep like, like, are they going to go back to their normal, like lifestyles of like going out and stuff like that. So I don't know, like, if that's going to be like a challenge, like moving forward. Yeah. So would you guys say like, one of your biggest challenges or struggles, uh, going booze free, would be like the social aspect? For me, I think it's definitely the social aspect. But then it's like, I don't know, because some, it's kind of eye opening, because then when I'm at these like social functions, and I'm sober, yeah, like Carter, you're way better at dealing with it than I am. But like, yeah. I just with drunk people, like, sometimes I just don't have the patience. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, and it just makes See, me about this. like, we would just rather go home at that point. Like, yeah. I feel like I love it. Because I'm like, on my high horse, I'm like, oh, <laughs> drinking, that's behind me. <laughs> no just kidding but like (laughs) I think that I do think I'm kind of torn because in some ways socializing like Elizabeth and I went to a wedding recently and it was like all my old friends Mm -hmm. and that for me was easy because everyone that I actually open up to about what I'm going through about cutting alcohol out of my life is like so supportive so understanding and most people like if you're have been close to me and any you, I've talked about it pretty openly that it's been something that I've been thinking about and struggling with for a long time. So most people super supportive. I feel like with my old friends, it's like no problems, like nothing. What I do struggle with socially is that I just moved to New York like a year ago. And so trying to make friends Mm, has been a struggle because what are we going to do together? And I was, you know, it's not not like, oh, what are we going to do if we can't drink? But in terms of like hanging out with someone for the first time, you know, Mm -hmm. and that I think maybe I need to seek out people that and I have met tons of people through the Instagram. I've actually like met up with them in person. So that has been really nice because without before we started the Instagram, it was really hard. Like, how do I meet people that don't drink? Yeah. But the Instagram honestly has really helped with that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. See, social media is, can be used. No, it's crazy. It's been so fun. We've been to Central Park. Like we've, like I've met like six or seven girls from uh, Booze Free Bitches. Other Booze Free Bitches. Nice. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. It's been really cool. We will say also that sober dating is a lot easier as well, I think. Way Oh my gosh, like that was like, I honestly think that sober dating was one of the biggest things that held me back from going alcohol free. I was just like, there's no way. There's no way I can't do it. It'll be horrible. Yeah. It was amazing. I've only been on one. Well, three sober dates with the same person. Okay. But I was like, 
terrified and it was so much better. Like you really can gauge if you like someone, Yeah, you don't have to worry about like, for me, like blacking out, not remember it. Like, it's just a whole thing. And it was like, I ordered a Coke and it was completely a non-issue like at all. Love it. <laughs> and I was so scared, but that yeah. has been one of the things that I'm like, and I won't, will I ever drink and go on a date again? Like, no. Yeah. Why would oh my I? God, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will say I it's definitely totally easier. Agree. Yeah. yeah. You just know up front, like, it's like, okay, I definitely want to go on a second date or absolutely yeah. not like ready for the check. Let's go. Yeah. So, oh totally. yeah. Oh my God. It's so much better. And and too, like going forward that like I would be, I wouldn't be looking for someone who was a heavy drinker anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you did run into it being an issue, then that's not the kind of person that you're looking for anyway. Yeah, exactly. So that sure. again, it's just narrow, narrows things down easier. It's <laughs> so much more efficient and takes out like the mm-hmm. fantasy of it. Oh my I think God. Yes. we're so, I mean, regardless of alcohol or not like I think we can also get caught up in the fantasy of like who this person is or could Mm -hmm. be yeah Um, but without alcohol it's like plain as day you know Mm -hmm. like this person is there like you're just kind of yeah exactly totally I would definitely like I I used to go on dates and be like did I like him or like, yeah. cause I could yeah, cause it starts uh, talk to a wall. <laughs> like, yeah. did I like them or was I talking to a brick wall? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> that is so funny. Um, I have one more question for you gals. Uh, what is a piece of advice that you would give to anyone who is listening, who is maybe on the spectrum of, you know, sober AF or sober curious what piece of advice would you give to the, them listening? It's like a deep question. I'll yeah. let you go first, Carter. <laughs> um, I think for me, it was really helpful to take a full break, I think. Mm-hmm. And then see, and not just a week and not just two weeks, but take a couple months and really like with how much I've learned about how alcohol affects the body and how long it takes to, you know, and like all this stuff, if you really take a break and then you can truthfully examine your life and what it looks like minus the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then you can decide for yourself if it's better, if some things are better and some things are worse, but you don't know like the high of waking up and feeling amazing and clear headed, no brain fog, ready to take on the day every day Mm. is indescribable. And I really think that you can, you will be better able to make a decision for yourself once you have all the information and you don't have all the information until you have experienced some time without alcohol altogether. It has truly been life-changing for me. So that's where I would start. (laughs) Like there's, yeah, there's no harm in trying. Like if you've even had like one thought of like, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe this isn't like the path that I really want to go down. Like, yeah, there's no harm in trying and just trying it out and just know that you do have a community full of people on either end of the spectrum. So you're definitely not alone in it. And like, of course, change is going to be uncomfortable, but that's where you grow the most. So I would say Mm -hmm. just try it. 
So yeah, I mean, drinking isn't going anywhere, right? Exactly. It's really not. <laughs> yeah. We know that yes. much. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I, I, what do you guys think like their first 30 days, like what kind what kind of like time frame are we talking about here? Like how much space would you Um, I mean, I've always read that it takes 21 days to break a habit. Mm-hmm. So I always give everything that I'm trying out 21 days. And I mean, you're going to feel so much better after 21 days and those weekends of just waking up totally clear minded. But I mean, it is different for everyone. I know Carter, you did 30 and that's how you figured it out. But yeah. And I ultimately ended up doing like, it's almost been four months now. So I think the first three months were totally, um, I think a month, I, the Annie Grace's 30 um, day alcohol experiment was a really good start for me and then but I think it has to be long enough where you can experience a couple things without alcohol mm-hmm. you know if it's yeah. only a couple weeks that's might not be enough time for a wedding to come or uh, a big dinner to come and right. it's, it's been really eye-opening for me to have some life experiences without alcohol that I've never had without alcohol before yeah, to go to a wedding, to have friends come and visit, to you know, even go to dinner, go on a date. Yeah. All these things, you know, if it's only a week or two, you might not run into those things yeah, that get like the full effect of it. Yeah, sure. and a lot like the date, uh, you might run into stuff that you're like, "Wow, that's a lot better when I'm not weighed down by drinking and alcohol so yeah I mean the longer you go yeah the more that you're going to experience without it yeah and then again there is a spectrum out there and you can make that decision for yourself whether it's no alcohol some alcohol whatever but I don't I really don't think you can make that decision until you have experienced some things yeah you're truly living it yeah yeah Absolutely. I love that. You guys are so awesome. Where can you give us your handle where we can find you on the World Wide Web? Yes, at Booze Free Bitches. Woo! Yes. Love Help it. Us, please. Instagram. We're growing more babies. More stuff to come, hopefully, but we got to get our shit together. Yes, this is just the beginning, it. guys. We haven't even broke through the surface. It's fine. I love it. I love it. I love how you guys think and keep doing all that good stuff. Oh, I just love you guys. You. Thank you so much for Yay. having me. Thank you so much for having us. This okay. was so fun. Thank our first podcast. Yeah, we did it. Right. Oh, my God. How cute are Carter and Elizabeth? Go and follow Booze Free Bitches on Instagram. As always, thank you so much for your love and support. Couldn't do this without you. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast. We love to hear your feedback. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and head to the blog. A SoberGirlsGuide.com has you lock, stocked, and loaded. From anything from merch, workbooks, journals, challenges to our blog, we have you covered. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.